You know the one thing I do not have? What's that, John? 400,000 subscribers. Uh, I think I maybe only have four. (laughs) I have 420,000 subscribers, and I have no idea where I'm supposed to put them. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Sacramento Media Center Podcast. This is John Christensen. I am the manager and director of the building, and I have my own television production company, too, that works out of the building in the center. And I am joined here with my favorite and fun partner to work with, well, April Potter. I was I stuttered because he said fun, and I'm like, I haven't been so fun this week. Hey, well, well, we have our moments, <laughs> and, and truthfully, it's okay. And I'm so honest, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I love you for being so sweet. And, and, and truthfully, <laughs> it's what we endure, and we just grow a stronger bond when we kiss and make up later. <laughs> yes, so I'm April Potter of Pearl Productions. And with us is... Oh, <laughs> I'm Odin Abbott, and you never kiss me. <laughs> But he brings you food all the time. <laughs> okay, he brings me food all the time. That's, that's probably, way better that's than probably a lot better. <laughs> and when you, when yes. you get the bro hug from me, I, I do give you a nice you uh, do give a really good tushy bro hug. P- grab. Oh, you know, yeah. So, yeah, yes, so thank there you. you go. Absolutely. So so my love is with no bounds. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, my name is Odin Abbott. I'm a successful YouTuber with 420,000 subscribers. Growing. Um, and, and, and growing. growing. Uh, and something else kind of fun is I also work for the local PBS station, uh, KVIE. And having having been there for a few years in the past, I've won an Emmy for uh, my editing. And this upcoming Saturday, June 8th, uh, you are I'm guaranteed. Gu- I am guaranteed to win another one because there's only two contestants in one particular category, and I'm on both ballots. Congratulations. What? Thank you. <laughs> Dude, that's so badass. Two it's, times, oh, it's, at it's least cool. two times. At least two times. Two times. Yeah. Not possibly a third because there's another Possibly a third because there's another entry in that there. Got, that's, that, Looks really good with where it's at, and got mentioned in the, uh, uh, the What's the category? San Francisco uh, Emmy newsletter. Um, what is the category? It's it, it, it's it's health topical special interest. Okay, uh, and, uh, like it doesn't matter. No. I'm already in. Yeah, they're, they're, the topics make a lot of sense if if you actually pay attention to uh, how things are categorized. But okay. to pull them off the top of my head, it's like ah, uh, it's a flim flam fizz gig thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did a thing and they. It. Yeah, I didn't think I liked it. That is awesome because so cool. uh, and the work you do over at KVIE, which is phenomenal. And, Thank you. Um, but being nominated alone is also a huge. Being nominated alone yeah. is an honor. You get a you get a, a certificate showing that you are nominated yeah, because and you're up against a whole bunch of people who submitted things who don't get nominated at all. Right. So it, there is a it's kind of like second place really when you think about it. Well, no, it is totally. Honorable mention at least. Yeah. Still, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Thank that you very so much. Awesome. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well and, deserved. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It is fun to go peep into your office and see your Emmy sitting <laughs> yeah. in your case. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to have a it's going to have a partner soon. Aww, <laughs> we'll be they can high five. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the the story about Odin and the Sacramento Media Center started when I got the okay and kind of signed the papers that we're going to move in. Odin was the second person I called. The first person, of course, was April. <laughs> but uh, I said, I said, Odin, uh, you're in a, uh, someone's garage right now doing your show, yes. which was back then a hundred or eighty thousand uh, subscribers in. Back then it was yeah eighty yeah. or ninety thousand subscribers, was, which was still a, 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 oh it was a, it was a concern yeah a major great. feat because it was yeah. still within a year of me starting right so, which yeah. back then was only like two years ago two years ago yeah so yeah. that wasn't we're yeah. not even talking very long it's so not in long at all a very short amount of time so he went from eighty thousand mm-hmm. to to like four hundred twenty thousand yeah. My reasons were more than self-serving. Uh, it was also to say, hey, Odin, we got a space for you where you can then expand and grow what you're doing. 
and I need your help. <laughs> Where we both benefit, and Odin did. Odin, Odin uh, helped us do a lot of remodeling. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a long 45 days of just nonstop day. And it night. was an incredible amount of 45 days, the it, amount of stuff that happened during those 45 it, days. It, it, it I'm over amazing. here blinking my yeah, eyes, it, just like, uh, yeah, that was an intense time. It was Without intense. Odin. We, There's no, you needed Odin because I couldn't do what Odin did. I looked at John after we moved all of those panels and desk things in, and I said, you need a man. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't physically do any of this for you. <laughs> and, and thanks to Phil, there's actually kind of an old meme that uh, Odin's saying, he's the man. So that would go well. That's true. And so Odin really filled in in so many ways. The and then he has yeah. the best temperament that he oh, can yes. deal oh, with, yes. you, you know, and you, it, intense situations and having to come up with a plan and he's a know-how about tools mm-hmm. and stuff yep. where I'm like, I'm going to click my heels and go to wherever Dorothy goes right. because <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and from that, we were able to proudly open a place with an open house. Uh, still not all everything put together, but it was uh, it was just a, a lovely reception we got from folks who came and saw what we did to the place. Yeah. It was really much uh, just cleaning it up and also adding new enhancements that just made it more functional and, and a fun a fun place to be. Yes. And and, and your idea of, of changing out the front two offices uh, and making it into one larger room that became like a 50s diner yeah. was a great idea. It, it, it's, it seemed kind of this weird, well, this is what John wants to do. <laughs> okay. At first. And it's like, oh, no, this is great. We're scratching our heads on this, but John may know what he's doing. But at the same time, it yeah. was, uh, and I was still guessing too, so let's hope this works, but it did. Right. And, it did. Uh, it totally it's, worked. It's a feature that uh, a lot of the producers who come here love because they can they can decompress there once they arrive, and then right. they come into the podcast and studio and or A studio, B studio, and uh, hopefully soon a C studio. And the other thing with with the diner is that it's been used in a couple of photo shoots and a couple of music Already. videos. It's been used as a set. <laughs> it's been used as a set, so we just love it. But it's our favorite place. We love to hang out there. We just were there this morning, just hanging out, just just talking. Well, it's a storm. good it's, place to go sit and look out the window because yes. when you're on set, there's no windows you're closed right. in, or if you're up in your office, there's no windows you're <laughs> closed in. So you go down to communicate with the rest of the world and check everything out and get ice cream and snacks yes. and random foods. And, <laughs> and, and, and coffee and tea and everything else. Yes. And having Odin as a resident, one of the first residents, because he has his studio in the farther back workshop area, which has now turned into his studio. Mm-hmm. And he has an office as well where he does a lot of his post-production. Mm-hmm. All of and, it. And um, it was a marriage uh, that we knew easily, it was no question, that would work really well to make this place functional as well as a happy place uh, and a creative place. And we're happy to share that. We have many visitors who come and we give them a tour. Of course, we always take them back to Odin's shop because he has all his wonderful creations up on the on his wall as well as his, his production desk and his cameras and his lights. Uh, and, but it is a workshop. Mm-hmm. It is a workshop. Describe for us real quick what is, and your title of your YouTube channel is Odin Makes. Yes. Describe what it is. Odin Makes is a YouTube channel that is a DIY channel. The uh, simplest way to describe it is it's just like a cooking show, but it's for props for cosplay. Love it. 
<laughs> so what I do on the show is, is in the space of about 10 minutes, I bring out some foam, show how I would, would cut it up, glue it together, paint it, and then in the end, I have Captain America's shield or right. the Infinity Gauntlet or something like that. Right. Yeah. And, and you have a, a growing fan base, but not only do you have a growing fan base, but you have a high retention rate on your views. I have a, Yeah, I have a very high retention rate. Uh, it's, it's somewhere in the high 40s, Which so it's nearly a 50%. It's like 45, wow. somewhere like that. Very good. Yeah. And the average is sometimes 10%. Right. Yeah. Uh, in, or less. Yeah. Or less, yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and I've also got a really positive fan base. You do. Um, there's YouTube is 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 kind of known for having really negative and <laughs> and and cruel comments. That's just what it does. I don't read anything that people write. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's Smart. probably smartest. Like when I was the hot robot, I was like, I don't want to know what anyone thinks about <laughs> hot that robot for title. Smosh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a hot robot for Smosh, who I've also worked for in the past. Yes. And that's where I saw a lot of those really bad comments. <laughs> I don't see them that much on my channel. You don't. Yeah, it comes up, but it's very rare. And most of the time, other people come to my defense. I don't say anything. It's it's amazing. It's the well, best part. How yeah. could anyone actually say anything bad or comment about your your site in any negative way? Like what you do actually is really fun. It's brings people up into a good space that I'm just like, what could they possibly say about it? Um, what could they possibly? The only thing really negative I see on a, on a regular basis is people complain that I'm always using foam. Uh, because they want to watch like Man at Arms or they want to see something real that's going to really go cut something. Okay, sure, that's fun. But that's not what my channel is. I'm making costume stuff. I don't want to make real swords. You're like, to find another aggressive site to take that out on, this is fun play. Exactly. And those sites are fun. I have nothing against them. I enjoy watching them too. It's just not what I do. Right. Yeah. But you do things like movie props. Sometimes you get complaints that, hey, no, no spoilers. But right. you're not doing spoilers, especially if it's already on a, the trailer and also right. on, on, on promotional photos that's already been released by the studio. Correct. Yeah, that's something else I do try to pay attention to a lot because I, I have to work a little bit ahead, so I have to spoil myself a little bit in order to get a video done and have it out when the movie comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to have the serious thing that makes the movie work that no one's seen that's like the, the plot reveal. That's not fun. Right. That, that's being a jerk, and I would deserve negative comments for that. I'm only doing stuff that is uh, – has been publicly released by the studio, so it's in the trailer, it's on posters, it's it's in promotional materials, or it's it's been a week or two, and then I'll put it out because the movie's been out for a week or two, and there's been plenty of plenty of other jerks that have spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other people who, who took the wrath of those who can't say that. Well, for the listeners, we highly recommend you go see Odin Makes on YouTube. It's just it's just a lot of fun. It's very easy. It's just OdinMakes.com. OdinMakes.com. Better. Yeah, just go there. I was very proud because I knew once we had you come in and we opened our doors, you'd be the first to start outputting stuff out of this building. Oh, yeah. And, and that was my goal. When we, we want creative stuff to just grow, whether we make money on it, whether there's rent being paid, which Odin does pay rent. Bless mm-hmm. your heart. I do. And, <laughs> and, uh, but I just want to see content being created because that's what this is all about, Sacramento Media Center. Mm-hmm. Bring your projects here and let's, 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 let's get something out there. Yeah. And to me, that's purpose. It makes me very proud and happy. Just shines on all of us how the quality work you do. And like I said, the very beginning, you started pumping things out and as quickly as I could. It t- I think it, it took me three weeks or a little yeah. more to get the the area kind of cleaned up the way I wanted it. And, yeah. and then you knocked out a space. Um, I think it was Aquaman's Trident was the uh, first one yeah. I did here. Here, yeah. I think knocked out a program. Yeah. Now, how often do you 
produce a program on your YouTube channel? Ideally, it's every other week. Every other week. Yeah. Uh, ideally, it's every other Wednesday because Wednesday is Odin's Day, right? Right. right. So um, <laughs> that 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 was the plan. Now, other things uh, come up from time to time, and I will get sidetracked. Uh, I'm not really particularly proud of that, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little behind right now. Uh, but <laughs> I did help out with a couple of music videos and a few other things this past month, and I've right. done a couple of cons and and had some family events happen. So it's. I'm not just holding up in my room hiding and, you know, not playing Nintendo the whole anything. week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, Other things are going on. But uh, which is really actually fun being here. You have enough people coming through uh, and another resident who is here mm-hmm. uh, making music videos all the time. I get requested to do really weird things. And it's, it's very cool. It's like, I need a television, but take the tube out and replace it with a mirror. And then I need a remote control that's all mirror. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so you become our resident prop maker. Uh, a yeah. little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always fun to see what you guys are, are building. I'm like, it's a whole new world that you, you create <laughs> back there. Thank and that's what, your, that's what your little back corner is. You walk back there and it's a whole new world <laughs> yeah. to see all of these props and all of these things from these different movies. I don't know what your next question is, but I'm always intrigued, like, why are you doing this and what makes you so passionate about these props and these toys and sharing it with the world? Sharing it with the world. Okay, why? Let's see. There's a couple of of, uh, short-term simpler things. Why? I've always enjoyed costumes and uh, you growing up um, now it's easier to get a toy that is the right size and has the right details. When I was growing up, you couldn't. Everything was made mm-hmm. to be cheap. And so things were disproportionate size to themselves so they'd be cheaper to manufacture. Um, and then I had worked with Smosh. And when I was working with Smosh, I was doing props with them on a regular basis, making crazy things. And they would do things like video game items in real life where I would have to make the BFG 9000 from Doom and and mm-hmm. uh, uh, throwing darts and a few other things in one weekend so they could shoot. Uh, and so that became a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that led into another program they had that was uh, a prop making program called DIY Prop Shop. I was already working for the company Defy Media, so it was easy for me to become a host for DIY Prop Shop. Oh. Now the whole show was just me building one thing, uh, explaining my way through it, and that really got me into the the uh, idea and enjoyment of making these videos, as well as the realization of working with Smosh, where you have these two guys making a comedy skit YouTube channel that's three minutes long. Hi. They have 30 people on set producing mm-hmm. this video between the hairdressers and the costumers and the, and the cater guy and, and, and sound and just everyone. It's like, how are they paying these salaries? I know what they're right. paying me <laughs> and, and their subscribers aren't paying it. So how do I get a piece of this? And uh, actually the, the sound guy, uh, Ivan, was one of the ones that kind of put that, my, that thought in my head too. It's like, mm-hmm. think about it. Uh, that, that, that got me into getting my own channel. And, and you have sponsors lining up right now, don't you? And I have sponsors lining up, yeah. I, I have a couple that, uh, thank you guys very much. I have a couple of sponsors that, that repeat, that keep coming back, which is really so cool. Wonderful. Yeah. One of them, um, she actually uh, changed companies recently from, from one, whichever, whatever the type of company is that promotes video games. She changed from one to another and, and wrote me an email, I'm changing, can I bring you with me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You better. <laughs> yeah, you better. And, and that's because you have such a high audience retention rate. Yeah. And sponsors love that. Yeah. And, and you, one of your top videos is $7 million, I think? It's $7 million for the Infinity what? Gauntlet. Yes. Yeah. Which one is that? That's the Infinity Gauntlet. What? From, the, from yeah. Avengers, yeah. From, yeah. I, I had done it uh, even before Infinity War came out, like six months before, based off of uh, the teases that we saw from the post-credit scenes. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. That brings up another good question to ask. 
where do you get your inspirations? Where do you, because you have to create something every two weeks. You have to, do you have a long list or is it something that just, okay, let me think about this. It's going to pop in my head eventually. Or is, uh, I mean, what's the process? The accurate answer <laughs> there is yes. Um, <laughs> So you say, do I have a long list? I do. I've actually got a list. I've got a Google spreadsheet doc with a list of uh, of ideas right. that are both things that interest me uh, and things that fans have requested. Uh, because I do invite at the end of every one of my videos, hey, if you have any ideas, write them in the comments below. So I have people that write them in the comments, people that send them to me through social media. To create to, to create something. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, one of the ones that's been around since DIY Prop Shop that I haven't made yet is the uh, Ben 10 Om- Omnitrix. It's a, uh, it's a little watch that Ben 10 would use to change into the different aliens for the cartoon show. Oh. Um, which it's, it's very cool, but I every time I've ever put it out to like my Patreon, because I've got one of those too, it's like, hey, I can do this. I'll add it into a, a list of ideas. It gets no response. So I've, the the one of the beauties of uh, YouTube sidetrack is is a niche audience. You get right. people who are super focused on their one thing, right. and um, so I, I try to feed each of those differently a little bit because that that helps. Um, but um, I can't make everything, so the Ben Ten hasn't happened yet. Uh, back on course. I will see something, like when I made Thor's helmet. I went and saw the trailer for Thor Ragnarok in the theater. Uh, well, right. it just came on. I didn't go to the theater specifically to see it. Um, and I just knew as soon as he put it on and he moved the job piece down that, yeah, I'm making that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I did. And that one is a very successful video. Um, and uh, I will get inspiration by seeing something and really want to do it. Uh, something that, that, that's the hardest for me is to have something planned out a long time in the future. Like, I saw the trailer for Bumblebee, the movie, right? right? right. I was like, oh, I want to do the Bumblebee head, but I have all these other things I need to do. So I'll do it when the movie comes out closer, which is like six months away. By the time it rolls around, I've thought about it for so long. It's been on the list for so long. Now it's just work. I get this dang thing done. And it's just not as much fun. (laughs) So, um, I mean, majority of your stuff that you create, I mean, literally, this is is your heart's desire, most of the stuff. You have an affinity to create these things that looks like it gives you, well, it gives you more joy and obviously the the better product you get when you make your videos. Yeah. Is that a must or is that uh, something you just, a benefit that you happen to have? That's a huge benefit. Uh, having the affinity for it, um, it makes it more fun for me, uh, which makes the whole process a lot easier to do. And then I think it probably reflects a little better on screen because I'm, I'm way more into it and goofier uh, working on it. Yeah. Because if you're just, you know, trying to fill the, the, the gap and, you know, the producer saying, you yeah, know, do this or whatever. Right. But you are the producer, so you have more control. Yes. There's a lot of freedom now. Isn't there's always there? a ton of freedom. Yeah. It must be cool. Do it you is. Ever it's get great. comments of, on, of, of, like, suggestions of things that you don't know or haven't heard of that are maybe, like, not so popular here in America, but maybe somewhere else um, in a different in another country uh, oh, yeah. of a character? Oh, yeah. What is, what is, can you give us an example? Maybe um... Like, well, I get a lot of anime requests, uh, which which is popular everywhere, not just in another country. But I don't follow modern anime as much uh, as as I watched a lot of anime in uh, the late '80s and, and in the '90s when it was all copied on VHS tape and it wasn't <laughs> had no subtitles and it had no uh, English dubbing. You just had to read the comic and then you'd watch the movie and kind of figure it out. <laughs> um, so uh, a lot of the newer stuff I just don't know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'll go look it up. Or there's weird video game. Um, Obscure video games, references, indie video games that are popular that have a weird thing that, yeah, just it's a lot of swords, a lot of robots, which, you know, that's fine. So you just try to keep it a little bit more current and um, what people may have a general knowledge about? 
for the most part, people aren't looking for what Odin makes. They're looking to make right. something or they're looking for a prop. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I could make the, the sword from Soul Calibur, and, you know, I'm kind of supposed to. It's on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't yet. Um, nobody's going to look for how Odin made that. It would be they're looking for Soul Calibur to do a cosplay. Huh. Oh, here's a tutorial on how to do it. Okay. So they discover you by their searches of a certain of, item. Of a certain item, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. another reason why I try to be all over the place mm-hmm. is I, I know that's uh, a big way of how thing, how people come to my site. One of the things I made for me that I always wanted was the three-dimensional chess set from Star Trek, the right. original series Star Trek chess set. Right. Actually bent aluminum. I made alu- uh, yeah. acrylic boards and did warehouse? it. Is that in your warehouse? That is in my warehouse. And I made it a little oversized, which I'm really good at. I'm, I'm good at making things too big. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I bought new tools to do it. Right. It's one of those low video, low count uh, yeah. because nobody's looking for it. For the Star Trek fans. Oh, yeah, for the Star Trek fans. It that. still works. I mean, it still yeah. has good numbers. It's right. been a year and a half. It's got good numbers. Right. But uh, Just it, share didn't, it, again. it didn't have the impact. Interesting. <laughs> 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 But you enjoy doing it, and it was oh, yeah. content on your on your YouTube channel. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's talk metrics. What kind of metrics do you that surprises you that would surprise us? I'm trying to think, what would actually be surprising for me? Early on, I think I was surprised at how many different countries. At this point, I'm not. But early on, how many different countries were actually I had higher numbers in because um, U.S. Canada made sense, but like Singapore and really? uh, Brazil and yeah, it's like okay. Well, I see you being having high numbers there, but those are builders as well, and they their mindset well. is in alignment with what you do, especially <laughs> Brazil with Carnival. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, and the age group is is it's interesting how split the the gender and age uh, for for viewers is because males it's very uh, eighteen to twenty five that's that and that's the the main bell curve of my viewers for for female viewers it's more um, thirty five to forty five is the majority of the viewers interesting uh, that's where the bell curve is for uh, but then I also get we just get you yeah there you go. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> and now uh, we have a little bit more confidence being like, I think I want to touch a tool and build something. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and He's I'm, blushing. Oh, it's oh, so totally. cute. <laughs> uh, and the other fun thing is how many pictures I'll get from parents showing their young children that are watching it watching my shows back to back just like yeah. like binge watching better is a fine term although yeah. I don't think children necessarily binge watch but yes they do yes they I do I watch my nephews oh, okay <laughs> yeah. yeah well didn't you get a comment uh, from a young young viewer that says I, I just like your voice yes you have, a, you have a lovely voice that's just very uh, assuring and also quite uh, it's just it's like a fatherly but instructional but, yes uh, John I have a fatherly voice well, and you're doing well, a fine I, job I, I really appreciate what you're doing y- you know <laughs> I was going to say uh, I was going to mention uh, I'm Mr. Proud of you, Rogers <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> okay now I'm blushing again <laughs> well, welcome to my neighborhood but welcome it, to my workshop but I can understand won't that you be, you, won't you, you be won't you be my viewer my viewer <laughs> go hit subscribe <laughs> hit subscribe um, as we kind of close this, okay, kind of because we kinda. just love talking. Uh, what suggestions would you have for anyone who wants to start their own YouTube channel? Okay, what would you advise them? First things they should consider if they were going to do it seriously, or just even as a hobby. Even as a hobby, um, first things would be considered is keeping it, uh, keeping whatever you're going to do in, in a controllable fashion. So don't go so grandiose to where you need actors, you need sets, you need locations, uh-huh. you need stars. 
do something that's you that 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 is where you can have control over when you shoot and and you can actually accomplish it with just maybe you and a friend and a pizza because um, yeah. it is I, I've seen plenty of people I want to do this thing and they start listing out stuff that's almost going to require like semi trucks it's like how are you going to do that right. especially more than once um, so that that would be the main thing otherwise uh, I still coming from a broad, the broadcast side lights microphones and cameras are important to me so you can actually have an image you can see Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say focus is important but if you dig through my catalog you'll find places where focus was optional um, <laughs> <laughs> not often. <laughs> it's not often. Not as much anymore. But it, it still happens. Um, and then find something that you're going to be passionate about, something you're going to be able to talk about and work with on a regular basis for the foreseeable future. Indeed. Don't just grab something that somebody else's think is, thinks it's fun that you don't care about unless you really enjoy exploring the, the unknown because it's, you're, you're, it's not going to be as easy. To me, I think trying to do the popular is not the way to go when it comes to YouTube. No. Because – Niches can grow in all variations and niches. Niches, yeah. Niches. I don't know. Whichever. <laughs> uh, a niche market is a tiny market. A niche or, or a niche is, is similar to a nook and a wall. It's a little tiny okay. space you put an object that you like. So that's the same thing as a niche market. It's a little tiny space with objects that people like. In the world population, there'll be others who are fans of that niche. I'm on, I'm a subscriber to old vending machine repair channels, and they're amazing. Right. Yeah. And uh, they may have only 3,000, 4,000 subscribers, but it's it's great to interact. Yeah, and, and, and there's going to be uh, a wealth of information with that you're not going to get anywhere else. Absolutely. Another channel I like, there's a guy that will uh, go to yard sales and buy old Hot Wheels cars, <laughs> and he completely strips them down, does body work on them, fixes them up, and repaints them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> <That's> a, <yeah. laughs> that is too awesome. <laughs> I, I love people. Do you think that uh, having a schedule and consistency is also really helpful when trying to approach uh, having a channel? Definitely. Uh, I break one of the unwritten YouTube rules myself, which is basically put out a video every week. Uh, the the magic or evil YouTube algorithm. Uh, favors content creators that put something out on a weekly basis. Uh, I just physically can't do it. Because um, life. Because life. And, and you're being booked for other gigs as well. Right. And then <laughs> and then uh, my show is a one-man show at this point. Right. I'm the only one doing it, so I'm building it. I'm figuring out what I want to do. I'm the only one building it. I'm the only one shooting it. I'm the only one editing it. And then I also go to work. You're the only one accountable. I'm the only one accountable, which is great. Right. That's, that's right, actually right. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I go to work, and so it takes a long time to get one of my videos done. I'll spend 60, 80 hours putting a video together. Mm. That's never changed in anything in, when you're trying to produce something for people to view, you don't realize, most people who have never done before, how much work <laughs> goes right. into uh, pre-production, production, post-production, and yeah. then delivery. Uh, and uh, you can fall short in all those areas just a little bit, and the whole project suffers. So, it does. Yeah. So it's, it, it really is methodical what you have to do to uh, output. But there's great rewards, too. There is great rewards, yeah. Indeed. So that is the Sacramento Media Center podcast. Odin, thank you very much. We just love having you. We hope to have you back again. Thank you, Odin. Thank you, guys. I had a lot of fun. I'm never going to be on the show again. <laughs> no, I'm totally cool. I'm sorry. Thank you, guys. I had a lot of fun. I'll totally be oh, back. I'm going to go upstairs and high-five your Emmy. <laughs> <laughs>